Just chilling. 7.07 in the morning. Alright. <clears throat> I was listening to Mark Maron stand up. And let's see. I'm going to dim my light a little bit. <laughs> we need a little podcast lighting here. Ooh, soften the lighting. All right. All right. Let's go for maybe a half hour. <laughs> That's the game plan. Okay. Okay. Let's start with my Twitter's crushing it at ArniePod. Just every day crushing it. Wow, there's an NBA game at 9 a.m. today. Wizards 7 and 37 at Pistons 5 and 39. Then we got Heat 24 and 21 at Knicks 28 and 17 on ABC at noon. Sixers 29 and 14 at Nuggets 31 and 15. That's on ABC as well at 2:30. Specific Standard Time, West Coast, the best coast, Space City, Rockets, 21 and 23, at the Brooklyn Nets, who my mom is always talking about, how she doesn't understand why their logo doesn't have a net in it. She's like, their logo, it's a basketball. Where's the Nets? They're not the basketballs. They should be the Brooklyn basketballs. That's my mother. (laughs) Why isn't there no net in their logo? (laughs) 17 and 27 are the Nets with a netless logo. 3 p.m. is that game. Wonder if Jay-Z will be there. Clippers. Isn't he a pretty big Nets fan? Clippers 29 and 14 at Celtics. Ooh, that's a great game. Might be a game of the day. 35 and 10, 4 p.m. They only have that one home loss in Boston to the Nuggets last week. Jazz, 23 and 23 at Hornets, 10 and 33, 4 p.m. The Hornets with Kyle Lowry now. Make sure you listen to that episode from a few days back. Speaking of my mother, she got the Wordle in three. And I will do that. You know, send it the love and I'll go, wow, noise, three. Now I have to go find three. There's a three number. The emoji for three. Bullseye. And then um, Cactus. And basketball. Tomorrow will be a football emoji. Because <laughs> tomorrow is football day. Today is basketball day. As I'm saying, there are um, three games on ABC today. I've already said two of them. And I'll tell you a third in a second. So, Pelicans... Fly like a pelican. Make sure to listen to the Fly Like a Pelican episode of Arnie Pod. <laughs> See, I have like an episode of Arnie Pod about everything I talk about. <laughs> I'm just like, oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Fly Like a Pelican episode. I believe it was the first week of December. If I had to guess. 26 and 19 at the Bucks with Doc Rivers at the helm now. Hopefully, Doc Rivers will not interrupt me today. But I am doing football, guys. So even if it was a pop up, it'd probably be like 
Jim Harbaugh is my guess. He would be the Doc Rivers. They're kind of the equivalent of each other right now. Like the hot new coach in the league, back in the league. Um, let's see. Who are the Seahawks going to get? The Seahawks are taking their sweet time. Let's go. Um, let's go. Seahawks. New coach. Tell me something good. Um, sounds like Dan Quinn, which is who my dad said it was going to be. I guess my dad had like the inside track to the Seahawks hiring process. Yeah, it, so it'll probably be him. All right. So, yes, my Twitter's popping. Dude, straight up popping, dude. 168 followers now. I'm just going to keep saying it every episode of ArniePod because it keeps going up every day. I mean, my Facebook has 1,508 because I went viral back in uh, late March of 2023. If you don't know the story, then you need to listen to Arnie Pod from 2023. 2023 was the year of Arnie Pod, if you're not aware. Absolutely. I was thinking yesterday, you know a funny thing I just sit there and think about? I was thinking about which years have had the most Arnie Pod. So then I would say, I mean, most as in hours of content. So, which I wish I could, I knew somewhere to see the total hours of content for ArniePod. I need to see those analytics. Um, Spotify for podcasters does not give you those analytics. So, I would say, first I need to take a sip of water. <laughs> I have such cotton mouth. Mm. <laughs> Dog. Thank you for water. Water. I would say 2023 has had the most hours of Arnie Pod. 2019, second place. The first year of Arnie Pod. The inaugural year. 2020 would be third. And then I was thinking to myself, the real question is, I was trying to think, is 2021 or 2022? I would say I did more in 2022. Because if you'll remember, the first week of October 2022, I began doing a lot of ArniePod episodes again. Specifically, the A Star is Born format. When I would look at an actor's IMDb page. Look at all the movies they're in, TV shows. I did a bunch of those. If that sounds interesting to you, versus me talking sports stats a lot nowadays. So if you're into that kind of movies and TV shows, listen to those ones. And famous actors. So I did that first week of October through the end of 2022 and then me and Brett Hogue started doing episodes again mid-November so I did a decent amount of hours in that nearly three months and then so then you think about 2021 I did a little bit in the very beginning and then some in the summer, but pretty sporadic in 2021. So I would say 2021 is the last place for hours of Arnie content. Arnie pod content. <laughs> mispronounce my own name. Nobody makes me mispronounce my own name. <laughs> Oh, 
nobody makes me bleed my own blood. If you don't know what movie that's from, then you don't know Jack. Remember that game? My parents used to play that game. They used to have, that was a computer game from the 90s called You Don't Know Jack. Exactly, a series of computer games. Um, it's a party game. First release, October 22nd, 1995. Exactly. The latest release, You Don't Know Jack, full stream, October 17th, 2018. Dude, there's been so many, dog. You Don't Know Jack. It actually says September 12th, 1995. You Don't Know Jack, Question Pack, 96. You Don't Know Jack, Volume 2, November 30th, 96. I don't need to go through all these. You Don't Know Jack, Volume 4, The Ride. You Don't Know Jack, Offline. You Don't Know Jack, Louder, Faster, Funnier. You Don't Know Jack, Fifth Dementia. You Don't Know Jack, Volume 6, The Lost Gold. You Don't Know Jack, Sports. Okay, this is fun. I wonder, like, what would be an example of a question, though? Was it, like, Apple's... To apples, or um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, dude, it's early. I haven't occupied this early in months. Like literally, I haven't started. It's seven nineteen. Alright. I'm distracted because I think I may have said, dude, because <laughs> it's early and I'm, uh, yeah, you know, obviously I just smoked weed, but, um, I'm like, did I just say the word though twice? I'm like, I think I just said though, though. <laughs> but that sounds kind of catchy, though. I think I might start saying that. What's up, though, though? I don't know, though, though. <laughs> Dude, it's kind of like more fun. And then I just, I just have such cotton mouth. <laughs> mm. I think I get worse cotton mouth first thing in the morning. <laughs> first thing in the morning. That's what I get cotton mouth the worst. No, it's always. For you uh, weed smokers, you know, you can pick me up what I'm putting down right now. It's even for experienced stoners, the first time of the day that you smoke is it'll get you. You know, I mean, and also, I don't know, I just got some good buds right now. Wait, let me look. What are my buds are now? What am I smoking on? What buds are I smoking on? <laughs> dude, I'm serious. I haven't done Arnie Pod this early in forever, dude. I think since it was warm, dude. Since you've been warm. I'm smoking on that Melonade. 27.2%, dog. Smoking on that eighth of melonade, dog. <laughs> and you experienced stoners know what I'm talking about. That, um, I believe it's a sativa. So it's got my mind running. I'm not really in the couch. But it is early, like I said. I'm usually not even out of bed. I actually am still in bed right now. But, uh, 27.2% is a solid, and it's, um, 
fresh. Like I just got it on Tuesday night. It's Saturday morning. Oh no, I dropped it. <laughs> this is like some real time. I just want to see if they have a date on it. Sometimes. Okay. Maybe it's on the top half. This is from Good Vibes. Instagram, good underscore vibes underscore wa. Also at Cascadia Cartel. <laughs> at Blunt Lord Wa. Dude, those are some fun names they got there. Okay. <laughs> the Blunt Lord. Call me the Blunt Lord. It's a Chicago-based studio, Jackbox Games. They created You Don't Know Jack. All right. Here we go. Let me do the suede bucks. Daily poll. I love doing my daily poll. Have you ever taken a solo outdoor adventure or trip to reconnect with nature and yourself? Why doesn't it say nature and or yourself are you required to connect with nature and how do you know that everyone has been connected with nature at some point this is to reconnect with nature what if someone has never been in touch with nature their whole life they're a city rat they grew up in new york city they never left manhattan island the only nature I know is Central Park. <laughs> Ooh. Seriously, though. You're assuming too much, Swagbox. And you know what assuming does? Don't make me say it. <laughs> it makes an ass of you and me. And I don't like to use foul language. I don't like to befoul Arnie Pod. No. I don't like to do that, though, though. See, I'm going to start saying though, though. Because it's kind of catchy. What up, though, though? <laughs> oh, damn. Arnie Pod, early morning is kind of fun. Since I don't do late night. So the only thing Arnie Pod does is early morning. And these days, I consider 725 to be early morning. Especially in the winter, dude. Dude, winter has just got me worn. I am winter worn right now. But the good thing about that is, dude, that's the thing about winter. Is once you're just completely like wiped out, dude. It's been cold here since October. I know I keep talking about October today. It's kind of the month of the day. But um, shout out Grandma Arnie, her birthday in October. And um, also Grandpa Wally, her late husband. My late grandma grandpa wally passed away back in uh, i'm trying to think it was november oh i think he may have passed away i think he did on my dad's birthday i believe so november 9th 2001 so it has been over 22 years since my dad's dad passed away it's a long time I was eight years old but I do remember my dad sitting us down on the couch see that's when you know something's big he's like take a seat on the couch then you're like 
something's up. Yeah, I do remember him telling us that. It was right after 9-11. I remember when 9-11 happened and we went and lined up outside, like in the parking lot kind of, of our elementary. And like, they obviously rose the flag. All right. Um, So have I ever done that? A solo outdoor adventure or trip? That's very specific. I'm like, I've done that with other people. It sounds kind of, I don't know, like risky almost, like dangerous. Like nobody really climbs a mountain by themselves. Most people climb mountains, and I've never even climbed a mountain, so I don't know why I'm even referencing that. But I mean, nobody goes on like a like white water rafting by themselves. Like all these things you would do with another person because it's safer to do it with another person. Like I've been whitewater rafting, but with my whole family and a guide. But um camping, I don't think I've ever just picked up and gone camping alone. Like the TV show Alone do my own personal version of that this is kind of a weird question um yes and it was a transformative experience yes but I prefer company on outdoor trips no I haven't tried a solo adventure no I'm not comfortable with solo trips I haven't thought about solo adventures I don't like the outdoors I think I would choose a new category like, not that I'm not comfortable with solo trips, because I just went on a road trip by myself from L.A. to Great Falls, Montana. And then on the Spokane five weeks later. But that's like a substantial road trip by yourself. So, like, I'll go on a trip by myself. Like, I went to back in March I went to Phoenix by myself. I went to spring training. It was super fun. I talked about it on Arnie Pod, obviously. Make sure to listen to the spring training episode. I would detail that trip back on March 25th, I believe. 2023. So, yes, definitely check that out. That is classic Arnie Pod canon. Which, that sounds like good merch. I feel like I could come out with like a little, um, you know, like little replica. Like a little tiny little vintage piece of uh, art. A classic Arnie Pod canon. <laughs> you know... Like a cannon from, like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Alright. Doc, I love movies from the early to mid-aughts. Like I said, about 02 to... I want to extend it. I said 06 previously. I want to extend it to 07. Let me get 02 to 07. That's a solid... Five year span. All right. That's like my favorite era of movies. I would say. Um, see, I would say. I'll just say no, I haven't tried a solo adventure. I mean, some people would consider doing those things I just said to be solo adventures, though. But I don't. I think they mean. More specifically, like, stuff that you go to REI beforehand. You're like, let me get the proper gear. I'm going to be, Carolyn, I'm going to be going on an outdoor adventure. Let me get the proper gear. I'm going to go to REI, load up on some good stuff. Maybe I'll get some mesh. Maybe I'll get a fanny pack. I don't know. 
a trucker hat, perhaps. Maybe one of those cozy Russian hats. What do they call those? You know, like a babushka. It's, it, that's it, right? I think, Dude, how did I just pull that? All right, now I need to check. If I just pulled that out, that was a great pull right there. Babushka. For 7.30 in the morning and just waking bakes and I'm just chilling, dude. What's a babushka? <laughs> oh, no, that's like the headscarf. Okay. No, dude. What's Now I just need to look up furry Russian hat. Exactly. What's it called? Called... Ushanka. There you go. Actually, I did not. I don't think I'd ever heard that word. <laughs> it's an Ushanka hat. Winter hat. There you go. But you know what I'm talking about, dude. Uh, George Costanza wears it at some point in Seinfeld. I mean, obviously in Seinfeld. Where else would George Costanza wear it? I saw George Cathanta wearing it at <laughs> at Central Park. <laughs> it's like, dude, George Cathanta is a character from Seinfeld, dog. <laughs> I I saw George Cathanta wearing it in my dream. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Twenty six percent agree with me. I chose the most popular option. Second place, no, I'm not comfortable with solo trips. 18%. I haven't thought about solo adventures. 18%. I haven't even considered it. I'm too busy. Um, yes, and it was a transformative experience. 15%. And 12% said, yes, but I prefer company on outdoor trips. I don't like the outdoors. I mean, honestly, I don't think I would ever go camping by myself. That truly sounds terrifying. To go, like, set up a tent all by yourself and... No, dude, that sounds scary. (laughs) Dude, if I'm by myself and I don't have anywhere to sleep... Hopefully, I'm in my car, you know. I just sleep in the car. I did that. Speaking of that trip from L.A. to Montana. Uh, Montana, Chris. Back in May, I slept in the car in North Las Vegas. Right by the Speedway. The NASCAR track up there um kind of a nice part of town like once you get past like i mean it's like super north las vegas because like regular north las vegas is not nice (laughs) because if i'm not mistaken now i need to pull up a map vegas i think this strip is on the south side of town and then north side is like the old Vegas. Let's see. Um, yeah, exactly. But now I need to see. Yeah, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. It's way north of town. It's not north Las. Dude, north Las Vegas. Dude, I actually did look at a motel there in north Las Vegas. But it was... Luckily, it was at capacity. Because, uh... That's kind of a scary part of town. (laughs) But then I looked at a hotel right by the Motor Speedway. And it was over 200 bucks. So then I just slept in my car. Seated up for three hours maybe but um because <laughs> I was like no that's a lot but I have stayed 
I stayed at a Motel 6 in Vegas, kind of right by Thomas Mack Center. So, that was kind of sketchy. That was back in July 2019. Not long after Arnie Pod debuted. So... Let's see. Yeah, let's see where the Thomas Mack Center is. Yeah, so if you're going to Vegas, don't stay in North Las Vegas. It's sketchy. Just stay in the Strip somewhere, I would say. You could probably find pretty good deals online for, like, super cheap hotels on the Strip. As long as it's, like, kind of off-season, if that makes sense. Like, um, it's probably more expensive, like, Friday nights, Saturday nights. Also, I wonder what the expensive season for Vegas is. Probably summer. Even though it's so hot there. Probably everyone goes, because people travel in the summer. Or maybe during football season. In the autumn yeah, wait, so where's Thomas Mack? Oh, there it is. Yeah. It's right by the airport. That's where I stayed. I stayed in the Motel 6 by the airport. <laughs> I probably didn't save that much money, though. That's the funny thing. But, dude, that was a long time ago, dude. I consider that to be a long time ago. All right, so enough of that. Looking at the map of Vegas. Dude. How have we already gone 32 minutes? I haven't even talked about Patrick Mahomes yet. Let's just get into it. Let's just get right into his stats. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Well, he's a first round pick. 10th overall. 2017 NFL Draft. At Texas Tech. September 17th, 1995. He is 28. Which is kind of hard to believe. Doesn't it seem like Patrick Mahomes has been around forever, dude? Can you believe that Patrick Mahomes is only 28? Dude, doesn't he seems like he's been famous for like a decade. But he hasn't. He's really only been famous since like 2017 or 18. I mean, no, he didn't even play as a rookie. He played one game as a rookie. He's been famous since 2018. So, I guess 2018 is a long time ago, once again. So, because he went 12 and 4, 28. Let's just go through his QB records real quick as a, his win loss. 2018, 12 and 4. Well, 2017, he was 1 and 0. Uh, 2019, 11 and 3. Then he was 14 and 1. Then he was 12 and 5. Then he was 14-3. Then he was 10-6. And And 96 games played in the career. 96 games started. But first, um, we may as well... Wait, where is it? Playoffs. Come on. Playoffs? Why don't you have playoffs? Where's that playoffs? Dude, I swear. All right. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't do me like this. Don't make the playoffs hard to find while I'm on Arnie Pod. Come on, man. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I gotta see. I got to see. So guess who they have for similar players? They have Kurt Warner, who I have a photo with Kurt Warner. You can find that on Arnie Pod. It's one of the episode arts from probably from 2023, maybe earlier. Uh, that photo was at March Madness. Northern Iowa was playing at Key Arena. Dude, what year was that, dude? That was probably... 
2016, I believe. So other similar players for Mahomes. We got Jared Goff, Dante Culpepper, Go Vikes, Donovan McNabb, Jeff Garcia, Boomer Esiason, Go CBS Studio Team, Dan Marino, Go Ace Ventura, Aaron Brooks, New Orleans Saints, Peyton Manning, Go Manning Cast of Monday Night Football. Dude, you gotta watch the Manning Cast. It's so much more entertaining than, uh, what, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Um, yeah, dude, the Mannings crush it. Jay Cutler. Remember that photo of Jay Cutler smoking a cigarette? Wait, now I gotta look that up. Dude, that was a classic meme from, like, way back in the day. Yep, exactly. Jay Cutler cigarette meme. There it is, dude. <laughs> Wait. So, is that Photoshop? Of course it's Photoshop, dude. He wasn't actually smoking. <laughs> that may have been the funniest. That must be. Oh, man. Dude, because that's funny. That they'll just Photoshop it. And then it's a famous photo. I'm sure there are a lot of people who think Jay Cutler actually smoked a cigarette on the sideline. I mean, it's called a Photoshop meme. It's But it's kind of like dishonest, you know? Like he's known for, um, yeah, smoking a cigarette. I wonder if he even smokes. Um, do you smoke cigarettes, Jay Cutler? He kind of looks like maybe he... Oh, there you go. That's how you look at the playoffs. <laughs> Dude, I love how through all of that, I just kind of like waded through the swamp right there. And then I somehow just arrive at... Oh, here's how you get to playoffs. You click this button right here. So 16 career playoff games and starts. 13-3 and three record. Completion percent... 66.8 for playoffs. 4,561 yards. So he has a full season of playoff games, basically. An extra season for Patrick Mahomes of playoff games. And he has the uh, correct amount of yards. That's a good amount of yards for a season. Actually, 17 games is a season now. 38 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Okay, that's a pretty good ratio right there. His touchdown percent, 6.5. Interception percent, 1.2. I'm guessing like the percent of attempts that is that. Um, success percentage, 52.8 <laughs> for playoffs. It's a funny stat. Dude, they got all sorts of stats. Are we going to get into advanced stats right now? Um, we don't really have time. Um, let's see. What about... Oh, time sacked. Sack percentage. Um, 4.9 for sack percentage. <clears throat> He's been sacked 30 times in the playoffs. Playoffs? 285.1 yards per game. His rating, 106.7. Um, yards per attempt, 7.8. All right, so that's playoffs. So he pretty much dominates in the playoffs. Um, let's look at his best season. Led the league with 50 touchdowns in 2018. His first full season as a starter. Dude. Yeah, dude. 50 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. 8.6 touchdown percentage led the league. Um, 54.1 success, passer success percentage. Um, his QBR, 80.3, led the league. And what's this one? 
any slash a. What does that mean? Um, so, hmm, oh, adjusted net yards per pass attempt. <clears throat> okay. Whatever that is, he led the league in it. 8.89. Average value led the league. 22. He won MVP that season. Well, I mean, of course he didn't. Those stats were amazing. He led the league in, like, everything. He was also MVP 2022. He was also AP Offensive Player of the Year 2018. He was second in that in 2022. Justin Jefferson, speaking of Go Vikes, wide receiver, got 76.8% of the share while Mahomes only got 30% of the votes. So JJ more than doubled him up in the voting. Um, must have had a huge year, 2022. All right. 2020, he was second offensive player of the year to Derrick Henry. Got 64% of the share of votes. Mahomes got 10%. Aaron Rodgers of the Packers at the time, 10% of the votes. Um, oh, there's a stats. 2,027 rushing yards for Henry that year. 17 rushing touchdowns. 114 receiving yards. Oh, now I can look at... Um, we got to look at what did Jefferson do... There it is. 1,809 receiving yards. Only eight touchdowns, though. 128 receptions. One rushing touchdown. 24 rushing yards. Two for two. Passing for Justin Jefferson for 34 yards. (laughs) That season. So he had nine total touchdowns. That's not that many. To win AP Offensive Player of the Year. But he did have 1,809 receiving yards. Which is certainly, I mean, one of the most prolific seasons for wide receiver ever, obviously. <clears throat> Alright, so Mahomes. Six-time Pro Bowler. Two-time All-Pro. How's he only two-time All-Pro? Two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time AP MVP, two-time PFWA MVP, two-time Super Bowl MVP, 2018 AP Offensive Player of the Year, 2018 Burt Bell Award, 2018 PFWA Offensive Player of the Year, two-time SN Offensive Player of the Year. Is that Sports Nation? (laughs) Where's number 15? I don't know what SN... Maybe it is Sports Nation. Is that show even on anymore? I remember when Sports Nation debuted. I believe... I don't know how I remember this day. July 5th, 2009. Alright, now I need to confirm that. Um, Let's just check that real quick. Dude, because I watched that, that very first day of Sports Nation. It was summer. You know, it had just gotten summer. Oh, nine. Uh, yeah, I was playing football that summer. Oh, July 6th. Oh, oh, nine. Dude, you heard me. I said July 5th. I was one day off. I thought it was the day after 4th of July. It was two days after. Michelle Beadle was the host from 2009 to 2012. And then once again from 2014 to 2018. Colin Coward also hosted 2009 to 12. I definitely remember the beads. I did not remember Colin Coward was one of the hosts. 
Dude, oh, shut up. Dude, I did not know that Colin Coward went to Eastern. Eastern Washington. Shout out Eagles. I knew he was from Western Washington. It's from Aberdeen. Which is by the ocean. It's way out on the coast. Grew up in Grayland, Washington. Which is close to Aberdeen. Grays Harbor, the county. 953 people at the 2010 census. Alright. Grayland, Washington, a small fishing town about 130 miles away from Seattle. Um, Coward was roommates with football player and coach Jim McElwain at Eastern Washington. He is currently the head football coach at Central Michigan University. But he is from Missoula, Montana. He played quarterback at Eastern. And um, he coached Colorado State 2012-14. to 14, Florida Gators 2015-17. to 17, Michigan wide receivers coach 2018. And he's been at Central Michigan as a head coach since 2019. I also must mention, if my dad's listening to this, I wonder if he... He probably does know this. I definitely would guess my dad is aware that Jim McElwain was the offensive coordinator slash wide receivers slash special teams coach for the Montana State Bobcats from 95 to 99. I bet my dad already knew that. Um, yep. He went to Sentinel High School in Missoula. And he was an all-state quarterback. Yeah, I wonder if my dad knows that he's a Missoula guy. He probably doesn't like that, though. (laughs) My dad being a Bozeman guy. Jim McElwain was born March 1st, 1962. So he's literally my mom's age. He's two and a half months older than my mother. And, you know, my dad was born in November. So my dad's a little younger than my mom. I got one of those parents. Which one are your parents? Is your dad older or is your dad younger? My mom is older than my dad. Just like... My sister is older than her husband. Not to like divulge too much information. It's <laughs> uh, kind of funny. All right, you. That's funny though, dude. I guarantee my dad knows about Jim McElwain. Dude, a dude, my dad knows about all dudes. All anyone related to sports born in the '60s in Montana. My dad definitely knows me. Like, born, like, the early 60s or, like, late 50s. Dude, that's, like, right in his generation, dude. Jim McElwain, right in my dad's wheelhouse. 73 and 55, his head coaching record. Pretty solid. That's pretty good. 18 games above 500. Like, he's not even close to 500. Like, he's pretty much crushing it. Three and two in bowl games. Two SEC Eastern Division champs, 2015 and 16. Two MAC West Division champs, 2019 and 21. Mountain West Coach of the Year, 2014. SEC Coach of the Year, 2015. MAC Coach of the Year, 2019. And then two-time AFCA Regional Coach of the Year, 2014 to 15. Oh, so he's a very successful head coach. Um, oh, yeah. He's won, like, dude, 
He's won five Coach of the Year awards. That's like kind of amazing. Like very prolific head coach. He's about to be 62 on March 1st. So, I mean, keep your eyes out for Jim McElwain. He could be headed to a major program. If there's any, uh, you know, like big college football teams that have a head coaching job, open up. Wait, such as like UW, dude? Dude, Pacific Northwest? Wait, did UW hire a coach? UW Huskies, new football coach. Dude. Um. Okay, Jed Fish from Arizona. All right, now I got to see who this guy is. Dude, I'm just saying, like, if, um, I don't know, like, if uh, Wazoo, perhaps. I mean, Jake Dicker's a good coach, though, and he's young. Being a coach nowadays is a lot about not necessarily being, like, super young, but it helps to be under 50 as, as like, a, just in general. Head coaches nowadays are becoming younger. Like, there's more just dudes, lots of dudes in their 30s as head coaches in the NFL and NBA, which truly never used to happen, I don't think. I think there probably rarely was ever a coach under 40 years old in the NBA or NFL. Especially NFL, though. But um, Jed Fish is 47. But he'll be 48 uh, at the start of the football season. So he's so you would say that's a young dude. Like If he's successful, he's there for over a decade. He's still fairly young after that. Because I'm just thinking of, like, you know, like, Nick Saban or, like, Belichick and Pete um, Pete Carroll, dog. You know? All those guys. Those three guys. They kind of all got railroaded because they're old, dude. Actually, Nick Saban chose to retire, right? But Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick, they definitely... They it had to do with their age, I believe. Right? Um, Belichick is about to be 72 in April. April 16th. Belichick was born in Nashville, Tennessee. Went to high school in Annapolis, Maryland. Went to college at Wesselin University. In Middletown, Connecticut. So he's all over the place. Yeah. I honestly think... And then Pete Carroll. I I know Pete Carroll wanted to keep coaching. Right. He did not want... He said non-football people had to do with him leaving. Remember, there's some runners out there. Going out there and getting it this morning. 8.01 8.01 a.m. See, now when we get to this part of the podcast, I'm like, oh, I have to go over an hour. You know, because I just picture it. I say it looks way better in my podcast feed when it's like one hour in one minute versus 57 minutes. See, I'm that kind of guy, dude. <laughs> I'm like it just looks better to me. Um yeah, so then I'm like I'll just go like 10 more minutes or whatever. Even though I've already gone see see that's how I roll. Like I either go like 49 minutes or like once I get into the 50s I'm like I got to go an hour. Now that I'm right there, I got to go. You don't just stop a podcast at 58 minutes. (laughs) I mean, especially when it's like, we're still, we're just waking up slow. 
Wake up slow. Pete was born September 15th, 1951. So he's a half year older than Belichick. He's already 72. Born in San Francisco. Went to Redwood High School in Larkspur, California. And um, now he's vice president of football operations and advisor for the Seahawks. But, um, dude, I think that kind of became the consensus. That, like, Belichick and Pete Carroll, like, basically 72-year-old dude, um, they don't really want them coaching NFL teams anymore. <laughs> Which I don't really... Now I gotta see oldest... Let's see, um... Oldest NFL coaches in history. There we go. Um, sporting news. Let's see. Romeo Cornell. 73 years, 115 days. When he's the Texans interim head coach. That was from October 5th, 2020. Sarah Barshop. Thanks for the scoop, Sarah. So there you go. I mean, it's kind of unprecedented territory. I mean, I guess what they're saying is uh, they're not staking their future to a 72-year-old coach. Because they're like, we might have like a couple good seasons out of this guy at the most. Or we could just go um, hire a 38-year-old guy, which is what they're all doing. See, let's just look at list of current NFL coaches. Um, no, current, I want. All right. We just got to see... Oh, they, it doesn't list their age. It should. I feel like that's become relevant as for head coaches. But I know they're all young, though. Cardinals, Jonathan Gannon, 41. Uh, this is going to take me a while. To... Raheem Morris just got hired by the Falcons. He's 47. I still say that's still relatively young. John Harbaugh, Ravens, 61. I could just tell you the old ones. John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Andy Reid is old. Um, how old Sean Payton? Nah, he's 60. That's not, that's not too old, really. Um, I mean, it is old. Andy Reid is about to be 66, March 19th. He's from L.A. Do you know that? Did you know Andy Reid is from L.A.? Could there be a dude who seems like he's not from L.A. more than Andy Reid? <laughs> Didn't you think Andy Reid was from, like, Ohio or, like, Indiana or Kansas? <laughs> I mean, he coaches in Missouri. But, dude, doesn't – could there be a dude who seems like he's from the Midwest more than Andy Reid? Yeah, that might be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Dude. Andy Reid is from L.A., dog. He's from Southern California. He's a, Andy Reid is a Southern California surfer guy. <laughs> dude, or like Texas or Florida. Like literally anywhere but California. He doesn't seem like he's from L.A. necessarily, I would say. But maybe I'm just like stereotyping based on his look. I mean, really, though. <laughs> just, dude, he does. He seems like he's from like Oklahoma, but he's not, dude. Where did Andy Reid go to college? Glendale Community College, <laughs> of course. Uh, he went to BYU. That's right. He was a graduate assistant at BYU. It was his first coaching job, nineteen eighty-two. 
All right. Did he play? Um, playing career. Played offensive tackle at Glendale Community College. Planned to transfer to Stanford. Injured his knee. BYU head coach Lavelle Edwards wanted Reed's teammate and best friend Randy Tidwell and also recruited Reed to the team to help persuade Tidwell to come to BYU. At BYU, Reed was a teammate of Jim McMahon and Tom Holmo. Dude, Tidwell, that just made me think, isn't that... Dude, speaking of Cuba Gooding Jr., wait, that was on my Facebook Reels last night. I said I fell asleep to Snow Dogs last night on the Outdoor Network. I was watching it. <laughs> I was watching. Dude, 2002, speaking of movies from that generation, Cuba Gooding Jr. That's a classic movie, dude. But wasn't his last name Tidwell in... Okay, now I'm just getting all... All right. Cuba Gooding Jr., he was in Jerry Maguire. Am I... Yep, he was. And his character name, Rod Tidwell. Dude, what? I haven't even seen that movie, dude. Are you kidding me? That's an amazing poll right there. And I somehow was able to connect it all together because I have that Cuba Gooding Jr. anecdote from last night. Whereas I fell asleep on the couch watching Snow Dogs on the Outdoor Channel. Um, gosh, I can't believe... Dude, I haven't even seen the movie. It's because that's how much I read um, Bill Simmons from back in the day. Bill Simmons used to love writing about movies like that. And I would read about it. Tom Holmo. Um, he's a college athletics administrator. Athletic director at BYU since 2005. He played in the NFL. 1983 to 89 for the Niners. Four-time Super Bowl champ. Dude, there you go. So that really displays the Niners dynasty. They won four Super Bowls from 1983 to 89. Are you kidding me, dude? That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Seven interceptions, four fumble recoveries, two touchdowns, 82 games played, seven games started in his NFL career. As a, um, wait, what position? Um, was he like a, he was a defensive back. Um, there you go. Yeah. 6'2", 190. Alrighty. So, now we can say we talked about ready to walk. Well, I have to take a shower. (laughs) <laughs> They're already texting me ready to walk. Yeah, yeah. I have to take a shower. Let me take a let me just text on the pod. Let me take a quick shower. There we go. So let me take a quick shower. There we go. I texted. <laughs> See, I'm just multitasking. The Washington Commanders have vacancy. The Seahawks have a vacancy. And those are the only two NFL coaching vacancies. Alrighty, so I gotta get going. Um, also, Gerard Mayo was just hired. Another young dude. He'll be 38 February 23rd. Super young dude. Um, Todd Bowles. He's another old dude. He's 60. I would say anything above 55... For the NFL head coach position. I would consider that to be old. Even though, like, in real life, like, 55 is not really old. But as an NFL head coach, it is. Because, like I said, at 72, you're aged out of that position. 
So, um, yeah, there you go. Brian Callahan is a new coach, quietly named the Titans' new head coach. He is just 39 years old. See, there you go. All these dudes, young dudes. Offensive coordinator for the Bengals from 2019 to 23. You're also always hearing... um, And then let me end this. Let me go hop in the shower. So I don't make them wait. Slowick. Is it Brian Slowick? Slowick. Coach. What's his name? Bobby Slowick. So he'll probably be one of... I mean, it sounds like the Seahawks are going to hire Dan Quinn, like I said. Wouldn't it be surprised if the Washington Commanders head coach is Bobby Slowick? Offensive coordinator from the Texans. His name has always been thrown around there. And once again, another young dude, 36 years old. Also, Mike McDonald, another 36-year-old defensive coordinator for the Ravens. His name's being thrown around. So, kind of depends. Do the commanders want to go offense or defense? They go Slowick or McDonald. All right, now I'm just getting ready for the shower. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, Brett. Oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, do I have to say if he's going to be a Hall of Famer? Obviously, Patrick Mahomes will be a Hall of Famer. And hopefully, Patrick Mahomes has a decade of amazing quarterbacking in front of him. Like I said, he's 28 years old. So hopefully we're not even halfway through the Mahomes experience is what I'm saying. Hopefully he's got some Tom Brady in him. And um, yeah, dude, Mahomes, he's already, but the thing is, and I got, like I said, I got the Chiefs win the Super Bowl right now. So there you go. Chiefs over the Niners in the Super Bowl. My mom says she hopes it's Chiefs-Lions, but I just see, I don't see the Lions going to San Fran and beating the Niners. Thanks for listening, Brett. Thanks for listening, everybody. Gotta go hop in the shower, go for a walk with my parents. Um, Thank you. Check out Old Arnie Pod, the variety. Bye.